At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third and hour of today. Good morning. Ooh, welcome to the third hour of today. <laughs> Starting off strong. On this Thursday, <laughs> September 2nd. You notice you're not here and I apologize. Uh, out of so sight, out of mind. Why do you assume I'm I don't get that? Craig, <laughs> there's Chanel, there's Dylan. Uh, as you can see, they're in the studio paying close attention this morning. Uh, We're like, we, we have... We have a busy Thursday morning. Oh, by the way, before we dig into the show, it's September 2nd. Yes. I just realized it's my parents' anniversary. Aww. So happy, birth- or happy, happy anniversary, anniversary, Mom and Dad. Yes. Happy anniversary. Make sure I get that little bit of business out of the way. So coming up, guys, we've got a, a consumer confidential that's all about the changing job market amid this Delta variant mm. surge. We're going to talk to the editor-in-chief of LinkedIn about what it could look like for you if you're one of those folks that are heading back to the office this fall, Chanel. That's, that's a good topic. And then her daughter is a superstar, but she's also famous for being kind. Lady Gaga's mom is joining us live to talk about how they're teaching kids to take care of their mental health and change the world through little acts of kindness. So we'll get to all of that in just a moment. But yes, Craig is home this morning. Uh, we had major weather here mm-hmm. uh, in New York City and really all around the country. So we'll start with the raging remnants of Hurricane Ida. It slammed the New York City tri-state area overnight with historic amounts of rain, leaving millions under a flash flooding emergency and triggering multiple tornado warnings throughout the night, including for New York City. NBC's Stephanie Gosk is standing by in Queens this morning. Stephanie, it, I was going to ask what it's like there, but it obviously doesn't look good. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, the weather's nice, which is which is terrific, but obviously there's a lot of work to be done to dig out from the remnants of Ida. These, were, these crews showed up here before 9 o'clock trying to pick up what's left of this gas station. Remarkably, no one was injured here, but perhaps the most remarkable thing about this scene is that this looks like wind damage, right? I mean, that looks like something that would happen during a hurricane. It's not wind damage. It is water. It was the weight of the water. It fell so fast and accumulated so quickly that the roof just came crashing down. And, you know, Ida hasn't been a hurricane for days now, and that might have had people drop their guard a little bit when this storm blew in. But the National Weather Service did something that they very rarely do, and it was the first time they've ever done it in New York City. They first had uh, declared a warning, a flood a flash flood warning, and then they upgraded that to a flash flood emergency, and they only do that when the situation is life-threatening. This morning, the East Coast pummeled by deadly storms, fueled by the remnants of Hurricane Ida. Tornadoes, flooding, and heavy winds throughout the Northeast. In New York and New Jersey, historic rains, causing one of the wettest Septembers on record, and it's only the second day of the month. New York City's infrastructure devastated, making streets impassable. Roads and parkways quickly submerged. Residents needed rescue from rising waters. The National Weather Service posting, this is a life-threatening situation. Seek higher ground now. 
New York's governor declaring a state of emergency, captured on video floodwaters pouring into subway stations, submerging vehicles. In Queens, heavy rains causing this Exxon station to collapse onto a vehicle. On Staten Island, firefighters rescued an MTA bus driver and supervisor as workers from a nearby CVS jumped in to help them to safety. In Westchester County, just outside of the city, high winds and heavy rain, making driving conditions dangerous. How bad is it out there? It's pretty bad. Cars that are stuck, uh, people that get stranded, people that are, you know, taking public transportation if they have to. In New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy also declaring a state of emergency. Passaic Mayor Hector Laura. What's the status of the, uh, the, the search and rescue operation there? We're dealing with the aftermath of the storm right now in Passaic. We have 60 individuals that we rescued and evacuated last night that are in City Hall right now. We're hoping to get them back into their homes and uh, we're going to continue assessing the damage throughout the city. Obviously, vehicles can be repaired, property can be replaced, but life loss cannot be returned. The rainfall totals from this storm in New York City are, are truly jaw-dropping. Jaw the one that sticks out the most is probably from Central Park. Between the hours of 9 and 10, 3.15 inches of rain fell. That shatters the previous record, which was 1.94 inches. That was set just about 10 days ago with Hurricane Henri. Guys, back to you. That was the problem, Steph. You know, the ground was already saturated from mm. one tropical system, and then we had this one right on top of it. Stephanie, thank you so much. And Craig, you're actually working from home because physically you could not get into work this morning. No, no. You know, we left the, left the house this morning, and 95 was a parking lot. Mm. Uh, for folks who know the highways up here, the Merritt was a parking lot. At that hour uh, of the morning? And we had a... It's, uh, they, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were so many road closures. I mean, trees were down in so many places. It just created this backup on the roads and highways. And here's the thing. You know, I've, we've got the studio here in the house. I'm blessed. But a number of our colleagues, a lot mm -hmm. of our producers, they couldn't get into work this morning as well. So this... This work-from-home thing is real producer? on a Thursday I mean, for a lot of folks. Yeah. It's true, and the yes. news must go on. Mm -hmm. Dylan, did we know it was going to be this bad here? I mean, meteorologists certainly did. I mean, yeah. my forecast yesterday, I said with our flash flood watches, in effect, we could get 5 to up to 10 inches of rain. But what does 10 inches of rain mean I to know. you? You know, it's, you yeah. hear those numbers, we say those numbers. It's like, yeah, but somebody else will get 10 inches. And, I mean, what is 10 inches, you right. know? So, but it's a lot of rain. And to get more than three inches in New York City in an hour, to get more than six and a half inches in a, in a six-hour time period, that's something that happens one every, once every 500 years. Right. It's not something we see often. So when it's in the forecast, it's hard to believe it's actually going to happen, even though we knew. I mean, this was at one point a, a Category 4 hurricane. I know. It just hearing the, the words tornado in, yeah. in Philly, where my family is right now, it's just it's something they certainly don't deal with all the time. Right. So. It was a little scary. It was scary for yeah. a lot of people, for sure. Hurricane Ida was no joke. Mm. Thankfully, she's Looks like she's moving off the coast now, right? Yes, Hurting? she's exiting. Maine. Maine's getting the rain right now, but I do have a feeling Ida will be the, the next hurricane named to be retired. Mm. All right, uh, let's turn now to some of the other big headlines on this Thursday morning, including why more people may want a third dose of the COVID vaccine. Following in Pfizer's footsteps this morning, Moderna seeking FDA approval for its booster shot, a half dose that significantly boosts immunity, including against the Delta variant. So far as you know, the FDA has only recommended a third dose of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines for people who have weakened immune systems. 
regulators set to meet about two weeks from now to talk about whether boosters would be a good idea for everyone, Chanel. That's something we'll certainly be talking about. Meantime, the CDC is, CDC is saying if you're not vaccinated, you may want to cancel those Labor, Labor Day travel plans. With over 38% of eligible Americans not fully vaccinated, the highly contagious Delta variant is fueling an average of 160,000 new cases a day here in the U.S. The CDC cautioning this morning current transmission rates mean even those who are fully vaccinated should weigh the risk when deciding whether to travel for the holiday. Well, even with those travel warnings, we can still take a virtual trip over to Tokyo for a very sweet love story. This will put a smile on your face for sure. One Paralympic sprinter got the surprise of a lifetime after failing to qualify for the semifinals in a race. Cape Verde athlete Kiyula Semedo, who is visually impaired, was wearing a blindfold when her partner ran onto the track right after she finished and got down on one Aww. knee. In addition to being her partner, Manuel De Vega is also her guide, and she has credited him with being the biggest influence on her career. Aww. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. You know, I don't cry, and that's actually bringing tears, tears to, to my eyes. eyes. That's so sweet. <laughs> Not Dylan crying today, Craig. That's how special Did, did Dylan Dryer? I'm like, did, oh, I got did a Did Dylan Dryer just get misty? I just thought that was really sweet. Who are you? I'm, I'm just, just I'm I'm pregnant. Wow. <laughs> Okay, that's right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll turn our attention to our, our latest Consumer Confidential. We've got the latest on plans to return to the office and what things could look like for those juggling a hybrid schedule or perhaps juggling office space as well. And then a little bit later, Lady Gaga's mom will join us with an update on their mission to help children be more kind and the mother-daughter duo have a message we can all learn from. The third hour of today rolls on right after this. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This morning on Confident Consumer Confidential, amid uncertainty surrounding the Delta variant, companies and workers are navigating challenges and questions about returning to the office. In fact, in a recent LinkedIn survey, 22% of currently remote workers said they don't plan to return to their workplace if and when it opens. And mm -hmm. just 34% who've been asked to return in person have done so. 
So here to walk us through the issues and how the office might look a bit different moving forward is Dan Roth. Dan is LinkedIn's editor-in-chief. Dan, good to have you back, my friend. Um, good so, to be back. You know, it wasn't long ago that many companies, uh, you know, it wasn't long ago many companies thought that they would be bringing employees back in by now, if, mm -hmm. if not soon. Are most employers now delaying or are they still moving forward with those original plans? Yeah, well, this was going to be the week. A lot of companies were saying September, it's when we start bringing people back. But Delta had other plans. And so you're seeing companies like Google, Dropbox, or, or DoorDash, Amazon, all saying January is now the date that they will be returning to normal-ish. Uh, but other companies are bringing people back right now, despite everything that's going on. And the good news here is that the biggest trend that we are seeing is a move towards making the workplace work better for everyone. Uh, it's a phenomenon we're calling the great reshuffle, and it's really a response to employees sitting in places like this for the last year and a half, mm -hmm. or, or Craig, like you and your studio at home, and saying, like, I, I need to think about what I want to get out of work, and I want to think where I want to work and how I want to work. And employees and employers are really responding with some really innovative ideas about how the workplace is going to work, uh, what it means to work, and, and what it's going to be like to work with each other and how we're going to all do it. On that note, for those companies that are still moving forward with bringing people back in, you just kind of alluded to it. What are some of the main challenges that they're facing? What are they doing? Yeah, there are two big ones. Number one is uncertainty. You know, how do you make the right policies? How do you tell people what's going on? And Delta uh, just keeps changing everything. And so employees, we just did a recent uh, study, a survey of, of remote workers and found that about 24%, a little bit more than 24%, said they haven't heard a peep from their employer mm. about when they're supposed to be returning to work. Mm. Now that is, that makes it super tough to plan your life. It's especially tough if you are a working parent and you have kids who are dealing with that same kind of uncertainty in their schools. So that's a big one is uncertainty. Number two is how do you get people back safely? You know, what are the right, plans? How do you make sure that you have the right policies in place? What does the office have to look like? So we did a, a recent uh, six-part video series called Reshuffle, where we looked at employers and, and asked them, in part, how they were dealing with this. And you have places like the National Association of Hispanic uh, Real, Real Estate Professionals who were saying they were limiting uh, where people could congregate and how many people could congregate. Mm -hmm. Or Boston law firm Nixon Peabody was saying either you have to be vaccinated or you have to wear a mask all the time. And they told us, this. I thought this was great, they said they've updated their HVAC system uh, in, in such an incredible way that they don't expect anyone to ever get a cold in the office wow. again. So that's, wow. That's good news. Yeah, I know there were no flu cases at my, my sure. son's school last all of last year. But exactly. um, So working from home does sound great for some, but I know, like myself, I couldn't wait to get back to the office, kind of get a break from the kids and focus on my job again. What are you hearing from employees who are saying that? Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. I mean, we, you know, it's fun to work with people. And, and even when you're annoyed, it's still fun to be in the office yeah. around your house. So we hear exactly the same thing. People on LinkedIn are talking about how they want to be back. They want to work in person with people again. They want to be in spaces where they are, are, are coming up with ideas and they're on the whiteboard. Or they're mm -hmm. writing stuff down. Or they're, they're, they're working with each other. Uh, the latest Workforce Confidence Index found that about 63% of people want to return to work to collaborate with each other, about mm. the same want to come to socialize with each other. And offices are just a better place to work and to advance your career. That's the feeling that people have. They feel like they have to be in the office to make things happen and to be around the people who are really going to help them get ahead. Now, is that true or is it not true? I think we we, we will see how that all that pans out, but that is the way that, that uh, workers are feeling right now. Hmm. All right, Dan. Uh, thank you. One thing's for sure. Workplaces 
uh, will never look the same after yeah, all this. Thank you, my true. friend. When Thank we you, come back, Lady Gaga's mom, she's standing by. There she is. <laughs> there she is. She's gonna uh, she's gonna talk to us about their their campaign to inspire kindness, especially in the way that young people treat each other. And then the star power continues with BD Wong and Saturday Night Live's Bo and Yang. They're gonna join us to tell us about joining up in their hilarious hit show. We'll be right back. Well, one thing we can all use a little more of these days, ladies, kindness. Mm -hmm. Back in 2011, Lady Gaga and her mom, uh, Cynthia Germanata, they started the Born This Way Foundation. It's a foundation designed to help young people with their mental health, and they have been going strong ever since. This year, they are continuing their work with the Be Kind 21 initiative, which challenges and encourages people to practice an act of kindness each day for 21 days this September. I love it. So joining us now is the president of the Born This Way Foundation, Cynthia Germanata. Cynthia, good morning. Good morning, Chanel. It's great to be with you. Great to be with you. I have been raving about you ever since I met you for that first time at the <laughs> restaurant. And I have said it so many times that you are one of the kindest, warmest moms I have ever met. So you practice what you preach, no question about it. And a lot has happened since we last talked. You're very connected to teens and young adults. So, Cynthia, what have you learned about their mental health, especially coming out of this pandemic? Uh, we, you know, we have learned so much. In fact, you know, the challenges of the last few years, when you think about it, there have been multiple crises that are happening for, for the entire world between the pandemic, social injustice, so many world crises, and there's been a huge surge in mental health. And this really prompted us to partner with the Harris Poll and conduct a survey to look at how young people are experiencing mental health and, and kindness, uh, how do they define it, and we've learned from them that they view kindness not just as being nice, but as action. Yeah. And despite these challenges, they view kindness as a path forward. And 73% of them feel that kindness is key to their mental health. So we're, we're very encouraged by what we're seeing despite these many challenges. You know, and I'm thinking about elementary school, middle school, high school. I mean, they're not known as the, the kindest places around. But how can parents support their kids? How do they make them, you know, feel less alone and, and get through what can be a difficult time? You know, as parents, we, I, I feel that we can model uh, healthy conversations about mental health. I feel that we can model kindness with our young people. We can teach them self-care, particularly in middle school, and that's a time of, of transition when you're going from childhood to adulthood. You want to fit in and you want to feel good, you know, about yourself and your friendships. And this is a time where kindness, more than anything else, can really help. And we've learned there's an inextricable link between kindness and mental health, because young people that report being in kind environments have better mental health indicators for So it's it's win-win all the way around. Mm -hmm. Hey, Cynthia, talk to us a little bit about, about the, the Be Kind 21 initiative. For someone who wants to participate, what, what sorts of acts of kindness would you recommend from small actions to maybe even bigger, meaningful, uh, larger, more meaningful actions? Right. So Be Kind 21, as you mentioned, uh, started four years ago, and it's become a huge movement. This year we have um, over 6.3 million people signed up with 132 million 
committed acts of kindness. And, you know, we define kindness as doing an act of kindness for someone else or yourself, in fact, without expecting anything in return. It can be as simple as buying a cup of coffee for somebody in, in the, the coffee line behind you. It can be saying hello to a neighbor in the morning. Uh, it can be advocacy. It can be learning to become a better ally. It also shows up in different forms. We had one young woman who chose to not self-harm herself for 21 days. So there are just so many uh, incredible ways. It's whatever brings you joy uh, and whatever brings the, the recipient joy. I have to ask about your daughter real quick. I want to call her Lady Gaga. Of course, you just know her as Stephanie. But <laughs> she's helped so many people through her music. They, she's, she's really just been such an inspiration for so many. What's it like for you to see her get back on stage again for her upcoming tour? Well, I mean, it's wonderful. You know, I think one of the keys to all of us during this pandemic has been remaining connected. Mm. And, you know, through music and through convenings, that's a great way for everyone to be connected through kindness. So I, I'm super excited to be there and, and to see that again. I think everybody is. Well, Cynthia, sure. thank you so much for talking with us this morning. If every single person listening us listening to us this morning can vow to be kind and do right? something for 21 days, just think all the goodness know, we can do. A big difference. Such a great initiative. God bless. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you so much. Thank All right. you, Cynthia. Coming up next, we have the hilarious Bowen Yang and B.D. Wong. We're going to ask them about keeping a straight face on the set of their very funny show. It's always harder when you have to keep a straight <laughs> face and what to expect from season two. We'll be right back. The hit comedy Aquafina is Nora from Queens follows a young woman named Nora Lynn as she hilariously struggles to navigate her way through adulthood while living with her family in Queens. B.D. Wong plays her father, Wally, and Bowen Yang plays her cousin, Edmund. And when Edmund decides to move to Los Angeles to pursue an acting career, the entire family has some advice for him. The one thing I'm a little worried about is being on that bus for so long. I'm very prone to bus sickness. Oh, not to mention all the drifters you're likely to encounter. Most of them are serial killers. Really? Come on, Ma, you'll be fine. As long as you don't fall asleep. <sighs> <laughs> Bowen and BD join us now this morning. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Oh Great advice. Don't fall asleep on the bus. Yeah, really? That is <laughs> true. Can't do it. Yeah. Congratulations on the second season. I mean, the fact that this season is even funnier than the first is just crazy to me. I mean, Bowen, tell us about a little bit about what viewers can expect from this new season. Well, uh, my character, Edmund, I love that I get a little, like, mini, like, oh, ooh, this is very meta. Though. Are you guys seeing this? It's like, like a reverse of yourself. Yeah. I love it. Um... <laughs> My my character Edmund, he he has a lot of status stripped away from him, and that's kind of a nice thing to play, especially in a comedy show where you kind of get to, um, I don't know, mine someone's deep, deep, deep struggle. I mean, like there's there's nothing better than that for me is to actually make something sad seem funny. So. Yeah. And and BD, you make your your television directorial debut this season. How was that? I do. It was wild. I, I had put it off for a long time, you know, even thinking of, of trying to be a director. But I have, I really, really loved the experience. It's the perfect show for me to do it on because it really has a kind of a family atmosphere in, and we're really kind of uh, all 
kind of close to each other and, and get each other. So it, it really was a great time. And that's Alan Kim from the movie Minari. Yes. Who, uh, plays younger me in the in the show and that was really really fun awesome. we've had him here on the show and i'm looking at you guys oh. you're, you're both so wonderful on the show and the entire cast bowen how is it working with everyone and i'm wondering is it hard to keep a straight face it must be so much fun it it really is and i kind of felt spoiled going from snl and then on my off weeks from snl going to shoot this and just having this like big buffet of laughter wherever I went. And then in between Nora and Lori and BD and the rest of the cast and all the guest stars we, we have on this season, I mean, it's really, it's, it's an embarrassment of riches. I love it. One thing I love about the show is it does such a great job at portraying an Asian American family without, you know, throwing it in your face that this is all about an Asian American family. So uh, BD, what, what does it mean to have this type of representation on TV? It's, it's really meaningful to all of us. I mean, we're, it's a very intergenerational cast, a very intergenerational show. And, um, you know, we all grew up with a kind of lack of seeing Asian American families on television. And so this is really meaningful to us, not only as actors and performers, but as, as um, audience members. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bowen, you just mentioned your other gig. <laughs> Um, you mentioned that other gig of yours, mm -hmm. and we, we want to offer congratulations while you're here because you were nominated for your first Emmy for, for your work on Saturday Night yes. Live. Yes. How'd you react? How'd you react when you found out? I reacted pretty... And, and I, I reacted in the way that a lot of people react at the show, which is, um, you know, you think immediately of everyone on the staff who makes that show happen, and um, it was just a nice, really great communal thing among my coworkers, just all, all of us checking in with each other and just saying, you know, we did this together. So it, it was a very it was a very good feeling just to think of everybody uh, in the context of just making that last season happen that's at all. Good. That's good. We were just watching. I know, that was like, it's officially <laughs> iconic. Uh, but let's, squeeze this. Wow. let's no. squeeze this in here, BD. You're returning in the uh, final installment of the Jurassic World franchise. Can you tell us yeah. just a little bit about the movie before we go? It was an, well. It was a great experience to make this movie. It was the first movie that came back after after the shutdown and you know during last year's pandemic, and it was an incredible experience of quarantining with the other cast, including the originals. You know, Laura Dern, Sarah, Sam Neill, and, and Jeff Goldblum. The movie's really a. It's kind of. Oh, well, it's like even more than everybody's expecting, I think. It's a really epic uh, final chapter into the Jurassic World uh, 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 trilogy. And um, the character that I play has gone through so much, and it's it's really nice to have been given a kind of full arc that I think mm -hmm. the fans will really enjoy um, after such a long period of time. You know, I was in the first movie in 1992, and so it's a really strange thing to be playing the Gosh, same part. 92? That's what I'm saying. He was it 92? BD, what yeah. do you do? What is your skincare yes. regimen? This is fantastic. <laughs> Don't even get him started. Uh, it's, it's so funny. It works. Smoke and mirrors line of cosmetic beauty products. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we love it, and we can't wait for Whatever Jurassic World to come out. We can't wait for the second season of Aquafina is Nora from Queens. Guys, thank you so much for being here. And you Thank can you. watch it Wednesdays uh, at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. All right, good stuff. Up next, filling breakfasts and fun snacks for back-to-school season from Top Chef finalist Jen Carroll. There she is. Ooh. Yum. And later, Chassis Post has stylish finds 
for fall. Hi, Chassie. We'll be right back. Hi. For many kids this week, it's back to the classroom. So today we are whipping up some back to school snacks. Sounds good to me. Top Chef finalist Jennifer Carroll is going to show us how it's done. Tonight, by the way, is the season finale of Top Chef Amateurs, where Jen and some fellow Top Chef alums were paired with home cooks to mentor the amateurs as they compete in that famous kitchen. So it's a treat to have you with us. Jennifer, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Let's dive right into what you have there. You're making a toasted fluffernutter cookie. That's so good. <laughs> what do you yeah, have to this, start there? This is like my favorite cookie. And so to start with this, you want to get your all-purpose flour and your baking soda in one bowl. Mix that together. In another bowl, you want your peanut butter, butter, sugar, brown sugar. Mm. And you're going to put this into your stand mixer and mix it all up until it becomes nice and light and fluffy. Add in your eggs right here mm -hmm. and your vanilla. And then what you get after it becomes nice and fluffy and aerated, you get these beautiful, mm. like, puffy cookies. I like to use an ice cream scoop to get consistent cookies across. And, you know, with peanut butter cookies, oh, you yeah, got to have the, the fork, fork kind, yeah. right? <laughs> That's dangerous. I could eat that whole tray. <laughs> I could eat it uncooked. Yeah. Uh, believe me that I have been having good, like, restraint holding back. Now, this is like where the toasted fluffernutter part comes from, right? I have some marshmallow fluff in a pastry bag to make it easy. Did you bake and the cookies just... already before you did this part? Oh, yeah. So after you scoop the cookies and you sprinkle them with a little bit of salt, you're going to throw them in a 350-degree oven for eight minutes. Okay. And then once they, once they come out, you got to let them cool completely or the marshmallow will start melting yeah. right away. So let them cool completely. And what I do is I take them off and I turn them on a baking sheet upside down. No parchment paper, nothing underneath because you don't want it to catch fire. Oh. Right? Because here's the fun part, everybody. Oh, we got the we're, torch. We're gonna, I love it. <laughs> we're going to torch it up. All right, so maybe the kid's not involved yeah, with this not one. So much. And we got to go. Oh, and it's just like, you know, your campfire where you have the toasted marshmallow that smells so good. <laughs> so if you them. don't have a torch, can you just throw it in the broiler? You can throw it in the broiler. Just watch them to make sure that they don't burn. But it'll probably take wait a minute, in the wait, broiler. Y'all, 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 y'all are gonna pretend like y'all are gonna pretend like using a blowtorch on some <laughs> peanut butter cookies is normal. We're just gonna pretend like that's normal. Craig, of course it is. What are you talking Do about? I love it. Everyone has a blowtorch at home. But, like, look at this cookie, everybody, right? It is. Oh, that like, looks amazing. I love it. It is ooey Delightful. and oh my gosh. gooey, and it's a little messy. It's better than That's the ones out of the package. That's what I normally so, get. <laughs> it is so well worth it. Okay, wait. I don't want to run out of time. Wait, so let's do these overnight oats really quickly. My favorite. All right, so the, the oats, right? Do you, you use a torch your... on the oats? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you take your rolled oats, you pour them in a jar, chia seeds on top. In here we have almond milk with vanilla, agave, a little bit of salt. Yum. Stick a lid on it. That's it? Shake it, shake it up, throw it in your fridge overnight. Oh. And then this this is what you get. So no. the next morning you get this. I was just this. about to say, I've been doing that every morning and I'm buying it. If I would just make it, it would save me a lot of right? money. 
Absolutely. It will, oh my gosh, it'll save you so much money. And then, you know, top it with whatever fruit or berries that you like, bananas. I have figs on yeah, top of mine because figs. figs just came into season. Yum. So use what is available, well, especially Jen you guys up in New York. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jennifer, we are out of time, but thank you so much for joining us. These look delicious. All right, and if you want that cheesy torch is barbecue amazing. popcorn. Ooh, you've just got oh. all the snacks. I just uh, wish yeah, you were here. I know. We right? will put all of those recipes on our website. Jennifer, thank you so much. Uh, of course, you can thank go to today.com slash food and tune in tonight at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Bravo for the season finale of Top Chef Amateurs. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. We are back now with a friend of the show and Shop All Day contributor, Chassie Post. She is one of the faces of our streaming show, Shop All Day, and she's here to share a sneak peek of some of the products on today's show. And you know what that means? You see that QR code that's located at the bottom of your screen. Point your camera and scan it to shop all of these products. Chassie, good morning. Good morning, and I can't believe that next week is the start of New York Fashion Week, which is oh. such an inspiring time for style watchers. And today, we've got you covered with some of our favorite fall trends that will help you reset your closet just in time for the cooler weather. I didn't even realize it was Fashion Week next week, but oh, yeah. I'm not, like, known for fashion. So um, <laughs> let's start out by, you know, it's time to start thinking about swapping out our sandals, but you have a nice transition shoe. Oh, I sure do. And I am just so excited about today's episode because we have so many easy and affordable resets, starting with this little slip-on loafer. I mean, ladies, this loafer is two of the biggest shoe trends we're seeing all fall, and that's the loafer trend and then the slide or the mule trend. But the great news is it feels like you're wearing the same slipper you've worn for the <laughs> past year and a half. I mean, these are so comfy, but they're so stylish. And here's a little tip. I mean, they have such high-end details, like these little horse bits mm -hmm. here. We're seeing lots of equestrian motifs this fall. And there's essentially a high-end designer dupe. One of my favorite designers makes a slide that looks almost exactly like this oh. for $800. Oh, wow. But we've got them for $69. So you guys have to tune in today we have so many fun affordable resets my goodness this qr code is dangerous like you could just literally <laughs> shop within the next three minutes or even now so okay so we have the shoes check now let's talk about the dress and we hear it's all about sleeves this season so many great wonderful sleeve details this season and guys this dress is a knit dress it's one of the bigger trends out there and luckily it's also super comfy i was trying this on last night and it's so flattering. It felt like my favorite sweatshirt, but it's got this great little tie detail here, which, you know, you can leave it comfy and loose, or you can adjust it and give yourself a little bit of a waist. And I have to say, Dylan, this would even work for maternity. It's got lots of give in it, and huh. I love that many length. But for those who don't love the short short, you can actually use this as a tunic mm -hmm. and pair it over, you know, faux leather leggings, oh, which I'm planning idea. on doing, or great tights and tall boots. How much is it? 
or at least ballpark? It's under $30 and there's 31 different colors. So this is a great one. Hey, hey, Chassie, for folks like me who don't want to, you know, don't want to give up the old, the old Zoom sweats. Oh, he's got the oh, sweats on. Nice. <laughs> they match so his outfit. For folks though. like that, you? <laughs> if, if you don't want to give up your Zoom sweats, but you, you still want to look put together, what do you do? Craig, that made my day, and we totally have a sweat reset, and that is these denim Ooh. joggers. They are pure comfort. They feel like you're wearing a sweat, but you're actually wearing denim, Those and are these cute. are super stretchy. Yeah, They've right. got that great um, roomy uh, jogger silhouette, and they come in lots of different washes. So that's your solution for staying comfy. Yeah, I love, I'm not sure I could pull those off. Though. You could totally pull I that feel off. Feel like I look like mommy oh, jeans. Oh, you could totally. They're real. <laughs> they're just like wearing your joggers. They're super comfy and really flattering. Okay, okay. love it. All right, let's talk outerwear, guys. Okay, this trench I call probably one of the most transformative items in your entire wardrobe because you can throw it on over anything and look super stylish and put together. That includes your pajamas. You can <laughs> throw this on if you're running late for a uh, drop off at school and no one will know the difference. <laughs> I have to tell you a great trench this is a really affordable version. It's got all the bells and whistles and the larger lapels. It's double-breasted, the really expensive-looking buttons, faux bone, and, of course, the great little cinching belt. It's so flattering. Throw on a trench when in doubt. And, I mean, you will be the chicest gal at, uh, you know, school drop-off, that's go. for sure. We only have, like, <laughs> seconds left, but I know the theme is okay. all about fall reset. So what are these organizational items yes. you have? Okay, so Jen Fallick always finds the coolest stuff. In her Better Basics portion of our, of our show today, she's talking about resetting your life. And she's got two of her favorites. First, you've heard of the Lazy Susan, yeah. but have you heard of the Crazy Susan? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so amazing. You can you know use it for your makeup, use it in your pantry. Jen uses it you know under sinks, mm. and it's a real game changer when it comes to finding more space. And lastly, this is going to change your life, guys. This little label maker. I mean, if you want to look like a professional organizer, try <laughs> this out. It's the P-Touch. It's so easy and turns out that labels now come in different colors and you can use different fonts, even emojis. And these labels, they are temperature and water resistant. Oh, so so that means stick. they go from the... Yes, they go from the freezer to the microwave to even the dishwasher. And these are great for, you know, little... That's cool. Lunch boxes and water bottles. For 25 bucks. So cute. I love it all. Thank you so much for Thank joining you, us this morning. And be sure to check out Shop All Day Fall Reset. It streams today at noon on Today All Day. And to check out these items, head to today.com slash shop all day. If I say today one more time, uh, just so you know, today does work with affiliate partners and earns a commission on purchases made through our links at today.com. We'll be right back today. <laughs> We've got a great story to share with you tomorrow. You may remember we announced our sponsor, T-Mobile's contest, granting one small town with $3 million tech over. Well, tomorrow we're going to reveal that town and meet some of the residents. Don't miss it. Bye-bye. <laughs> the legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar, discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.